Good morning. Good morning. Hey, there's my dad. Good morning, dad. Welcome to BCF Church. Welcome on Easter Sunday. Today we join 2.3 billion people around the world celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So glad you joined us this Easter Sunday. It's the third of our Easter services. We actually started two nights ago on Good Friday. We served like over 500 people plates of fish. And it's just in the name of Jesus. It was awesome. Now, if we haven't met, for those of you watching online, my name is Bo. I'm so glad you joined us. If you couldn't tell, I love Brownsville. Now, I was not born here. I was actually born in San Antonio. My dad was in the Air Force. I'm an Air Force brat. We moved around a lot. We moved to Maryland. We moved to Illinois. Then my dad got out of the Air Force, and we still moved around to Colorado, to Georgia. But then in 1994, when I was 11 years old, we moved to Brownsville, Texas. And this has been my home ever since. I married a Brownsville girl in 2009. We bought our first home in Brownsville in 2012. We have three children who all attend Brownsville schools. We have put our roots down in Brownsville. This is our home. We love Brownsville. We love our culture. We love our people, as my wife likes to say, mi gente, we love the tacos. You know, I love that about Brownsville. There's basically a taco stand on every corner. And everyone has their own favorite taco stand. We decided to ask our friends last week, what is your favorite Brownsville taqueria? I want you to hear what they said. once and for all. We're going to do a, a live poll right here, right now. 
I just want you to text the word TACO to 97000, and you can vote in our poll, or you could just scan that QR code, and that'll bring that up. And one, vote one for Mr. Taco, two for Calacas, three for Ultimo Taco, four for Stripes, because only in Brownsville can you get quality tacos at a gas station. And then five for other, because we all have our favorite. So let's go ahead, pull out your phone, text TACO to 97,000, vote right now. Let's, we've got a live poll. Let's see how we're doing here. Favorite taqueria in Brownsville. Can we pull that up? We're giving people a chance to vote, I think. All right, here we go. Quite a few for Calacas, okay. Yeah, that's Pastor John's favorite right over here. Uh, Mr. Taco's doing pretty well. Other, you know, others actually picking up because we all have our own favorite taco place. For my wife and I, I think our favorite tacos are, I wrote it, yeah, Antojitos Yolis. It's, it's close to our house. They may not be the best tacos in Brownsville, but they're consistent and they're close to home. We all have our favorite taco place. Who's winning? Ultimo Taco is winning. All right. Guys, leave here and go get some tacos. No, when we're done, when we're done. I love Brownsville. But you know what else? Oh, by the way, we have this awesome iHeart Brownsville merch right back there at our hub. Get one of these shirts. Let our town know, hey, we love Brownsville. We want you here. Because did you know Jesus loves Brownsville? It's in the Bible. I want you to, to open your program. No, I'm, I'm not kidding. I want you to open your program, Revelation 5.9. For those of you watching online, uh, our host will post some links in the chat. I want you to see this. See, the Bible paints this picture of the throne room of God in heaven. Revelation chapter 5, verse 9. The Bible says, they sang a new song with these words. You are worthy. They're singing to Jesus. You are worthy for you are slaughtered. And your blood has ransomed. It means you rescued us for a price. You've ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. If you have a pen or a pencil, I want you to underline that phrase. Every tribe, language, people, and nation. Because that includes us. From our tribe here on the border... From our language, Tex-Mex. Did you realize our border Spanish is its own dialect? I learned that from a language professor. From our people and nations of the U.S. and Mexico. You see, God says, I want you. God looked through history 2,000 years and he saw you. At Brownsville Community Fellowship, Easter 2022, right here, right now, God sees you and he says, I love you. He said, I want you to be my people. How much does Jesus love us? I want to read to you what the Bible says, probably the most famous verse in the Bible, John 3, 16. For God so loved the world, and if you have a pen, you can scratch out the world, right Brownsville, we are included in that. God so loved Brownsville that he gave his only son. 
that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. How much does Jesus love Brownsville? I want to tell you three ways Jesus loves us. First, Jesus loved us so much, he became one of us. Back in 1994, when my parents decided to move to Brownsville, Texas, they decided my dad's an eye doctor. He started his own practice here, Texan Coast Eye Care and Surgery. That's me. I'm the little guy in the middle. When my mom is from the south side of San Antonio, she's Mexican-American. When she moved here, when she visited Brownsville, she saw our Hispanic culture here, and she felt like she was home. They felt welcome here. And so my parents moved to Brownsville, and we chose to become Brownsvillians. But you know what? Jesus did something even more amazing. You see, Jesus is God. Jesus left the unfathomable beauty and majesty of heaven to come to our broken world to become one of us, human. Look at this, John 1.14, the word, that's Jesus, became human and made his home among us. Now think about this. God is everywhere. God is in every time, all the time. He is infinite, but he chose to limit himself to one location at one specific time, the infinite God became one of us. The Bible says he came into the very world he created. Jesus is God. He created the world, but the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people, and even they rejected him. See, when Jesus became one of us, he experienced all the things we experience. Rejection, hatred, sadness. He was, he was betrayed. He experienced pain and hunger and exhaustion. He became one of us. Why? Because only as a human could he rescue us. Our world is broken. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, you only need to turn on the news and you see war. You see sickness. We've seen a lot of death these past few years. Hatred, racism, crimes against children. Our world is broken. But that wasn't God's plan. God did not create our world broken. He created our world perfect. But he gave us a choice. And the first humans, Adam and Eve, chose to disobey God. They chose sin. They chose death. And ever since that time, they have passed on that sin sickness to all of us. But even then, God has a plan to rescue us, to restore our relationship. The Bible says, to all who believed him and accepted him, he, that's Jesus, Jesus gave the right to become children of God. 
God has a plan to adopt us into his forever family. But there's a problem. You see, our sin separates us from God. Our sin, every time we disobey God, that's sin. Every time we act selfishly, that's sin. Every time we hurt the people we love the most, that's sin. And the Bible says the payment for sin is death. And that's bad news because we've all sinned. You've sinned. I have sinned. And that's death here on earth, which we hate because we know deep down death is wrong. But that also means an eternity of separation from God in a place the Bible calls hell. That's the bad news. Here's the good news. God gives us the free gift of life forever in Christ Jesus our Lord. You see, not only did Jesus love us enough to become one of us, Jesus loved us so much, he died for us. Jesus became a human because only as a human being could he take our place, could he die in our place. The Bible says when we were utterly helpless, we're helpless because we can't do enough good things to pay off the bad things. We're helpless. When we were helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. We're completely unlovable, but Jesus loved us anyway. The Bible says, now most people would not be willing to die for an upright person. Though someone might perhaps be willing to die for a person who is especially good. I mean, if you think about it, who would you be willing to die for? If you're a parent, you're probably saying, well, I would die for my children. If you're married, you're probably saying, I would die for my husband. I would die for my wife. I would die for the people I love the most. But would you die for a stranger? Would you die for a criminal? Would you take their place on death row? Even worse, would you die for someone who hates you? Would you die for someone who wants you dead? I wouldn't. But look at God's great love. God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. While we were completely unlovable, while we are still in our mess, while we are still rebelling against him, God looks at you and he looks at me and he says, I love you, I want you, I would die for you. Have you ever wondered why did Jesus even have to die? You know, Jesus didn't want to die. The night before he went to the cross, Jesus prayed to his father and he said, Father, if it is at all possible, if there is any other way to rescue your people, let's do that. 
but there was no other way for you and me to be forgiven. So Jesus said, Father, your will be done. And that night, Jesus was betrayed. He was arrested. He was beaten. He had a crown of thorns jammed onto his head. He was whipped with a whip that contained pieces of bone and metal, and his back was flayed until it looked like ribbons. And he did that for you and me. And then they took nine-inch spikes, and they nailed him to a cross to die. He did that for you and me. As he was hanging on the cross, the Bible says Jesus knew his mission was now finished. And he said, it is finished. Then he bowed his head and he gave up his spirit. And when Jesus said, it is finished, that was not a cry of despair. It was not an admission of defeat. It was a shout of victory. It is finished means the price has been paid. Your price, my price, our price was paid. They took Jesus down off the cross. They placed him inside a cave tomb. They rolled a huge stone over the entrance. And they left him there. He died for us. But the story isn't over. You see, on Easter Sunday, over 2,000 years ago, Jesus rose again. A few women came to the tomb. They had ointments and spices. They were going to prepare Jesus' body. This was a, something they did to, to show their love and respect for the person they loved the most. And when they arrived at the tomb, the stone had been rolled away. This huge stone was gone. And inside the tomb, where Jesus' body should have been, there were two angels just sitting there. And they're just chilling. And the angels looked at the women and said, Why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive? He isn't here. He is risen from the dead. Well, these women, they, they ran from the tomb. They went to go find the rest of Jesus' followers, and they said, he's alive. He's alive. The tomb's empty. We saw these angels. And the disciples, they didn't believe them. They're, you got to understand, they just saw their best friend executed, brutally murdered. And they think, we're next. They are hiding in a locked room. They are scared for their lives. And the Bible says Jesus himself was suddenly standing there among them. Peace be with you, he said. Picture this. You're standing with a group of friends, and you're sad, and you're scared, and you're worried, and you're in this group, and suddenly you, you turn, and there's Jesus. He's right there. He's like, hey, peace, guys. And the Bible says, he said again, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, 
so I am sending you. Then he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. This is the best part. See, not only did Jesus love us enough, he became one of us. Not only did he love us so much, he died for us. He rose again from the dead. He returned to heaven. But he didn't leave us alone. Jesus loved us so much, he sent his Holy Spirit to live inside us so we are never alone again. Jesus loves us so much, he offers us new life. When you believe Jesus, when you receive him, he sends his Holy Spirit to live inside your heart. And the Bible says the spirit of the one who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you. So the God who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your bodies by the power of his spirit who lives in you. See, Jesus gives us new life. Jesus said, my purpose is to give you a rich and satisfying life, a life worth living today. I want you to hear from a friend of mine how Jesus gave him new life. I grew up Catholic uh, in Donna. I would go to St. Joseph and I would go because I was forced to and I would um, just be there. Uh, because my grandmother wanted me there. And then she passed away, and uh, I took it very, very hard. And I was really angry at God for taking her. And so when I heard the word, or I, I would hear things, you know, I just didn't want to listen. Then when I got to about 21, 22, still the same thing, I just started feeling very empty. Um, I felt lonely, even though I had friends all around. Uh, and I was trying to be the life of the party, drinking, and I would drink to forget. Uh, and I knew there was something wrong. I just didn't know what. I met a girl. She was very beautiful, and she invited me to BCF. And I remember Pastor Kenny on stage, and for some reason, it just really spoke to me. I was like, did he just do this for me? Was it just for me? From there on, I think uh, within a month, I ended up fully giving my, my life over and I got baptized and I, I let the door open and I let him come in. And it kind of felt like he had open arms for me the whole time. Like I was fighting, uh, you know, not wanting to come back and he just waited patiently. And in the background, I can see in certain parts of my life that that he was there just kind of putting his hands over me or opening doors for me. Uh, you know, the way that I stayed here in Brownsville was, it had to have been God that was looking out for us. It's like, wow. <laughs> Ever since, uh, my life has been really a joy. Never felt this, I never had this. I never thought I would be in Brownsville, living in Brownsville, working in Brownsville. And to realize that there was a lot missing. Uh, so the joy that I have, um, I do feel complete.
you catch what he said? He said, my life was empty. Something was missing. And that something was Jesus. And he said, now, even in this broken world, he said, now I have joy. Now my life is complete. Friends, you can have that same joy. You can have that same fulfillment, that life worth living today. And one day, life forever in heaven with Jesus, with bodies that will never get sick or grow old or die. You see, the Bible gives us this picture of heaven at the end of time. The Bible says, I saw a vast crowd, too great to count, from every nation and tribe and people and language. That's us. The people of Brownsville, we are in that group. They're standing in front of the throne and before the Lamb. That's Jesus. And they were shouting with a great roar, salvation comes from our God who sits on the throne and from the Lamb. One day, people from Brownsville, Texas, who've been rescued by Jesus Christ, we will be standing in heaven, singing and shouting and worshiping Jesus, our best friend, forever. Will you be with us? Will you join us? God has made a way for you and me to be part of his family. He said, to all who believed him, and accepted him, Jesus gave the right to become children of God. Believe and accept. Circle that. Believe and accept. To all, and you can scratch out all, write your name. I'm going to write Bo. To Bo, who believed him and accepted him, Jesus gave the right to become a child of God. If you've never believed and accepted Jesus, you can do that right now. Right here, today, Easter Sunday, 2022. You can accept that free gift of eternal life. I'd like you to bow your heads right now. Just bow your heads, close your eyes. Let's talk to Jesus. Just tell him, Jesus, I believe and I accept. Just right where you are, seated here, wherever you are watching at home, just tell him, Jesus, I believe. I believe you love me. I believe you died for me. I believe you rose again. Say, Jesus, I believe. And then, Jesus, I accept you. I accept your forgiveness. I accept your free gift of eternal life. I accept you into my heart. Say, Jesus, I believe and I accept. Every head bowed, every eye closed, this is just between you and God. If you're praying that for the first time this morning, would you let me know? 
right where you're seated, just, just raise your hand. Yes, you raise your hand and just let me know, I'm praying this today for the first time. Jesus, I believe and I accept. Amen. Amen. I rejoice with you. I rejoice with you. Jesus said, you are my child now. I want to pray for you. Father in heaven, thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you for sending him to become one of us. Thank you for seeing us, the people of Brownsville, Texas, and saying, I love you enough to die for you. Please fill us with your Holy Spirit. Give us new life. We love you, Father. It's in the powerful name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Friends, how will you respond to Jesus' great love for you? Every year around this time, I like to take a little poll just to see where are you? Just a little survey to see how are you responding to Jesus? If you take out your connection card from your program, just mark one of these four options. If you didn't get one of these programs, you can just scan that QR code and just let me know, A, B, C, or D. A, you're saying, I already believe in Jesus. And if that's you, we're part of the same family, the family of God. And I wanna invite you, if you don't have a church family, make BCF your church home. We meet here every Sunday at 10 and 11.30. I wanna invite you to join us. Maybe you're saying, B, I'm believing in Jesus today. You are a child of God now. We would love to send you something, some instructions, some, some encouragement, some next steps to help you get to know Jesus better. Just let us know on your connection cards, just your contact information. We're not gonna do anything weird. We're not gonna show up at your house. We're not gonna sell this to some company, but we would love to send you something to help you get to know Jesus better. Maybe you're saying, see, I'm considering Jesus. I'm thinking about it. I would love for you to keep coming, get to know Jesus better. If you have any questions, please let me know. I would love to hear from you. Or maybe you're saying, D, I don't think I'm ready. And if that's you, thank you for your honesty. And I want you to know you are always welcome at Brownsville Community Fellowship. And I'd like to invite you to keep coming. Keep coming for the rest of our series next week. We're gonna talk about how Jesus loves freedom. If you have habits, ugly habits, ugly failures, you can't just seem, just can't seem to shake, we're gonna talk about how Jesus can make you a new creation. Then on May 1st, Jesus loves first responders. We're gonna show appreciation to those men and women who love us and protect us in our city. And then on May 8th, Mother's Day, we're gonna say how Jesus loves moms. We want to invite your moms to come. We're going to have something special for all our ladies on May, on May 8th. And then on May 15th, Jesus loves teachers. We want to show our appreciation for those who pour their lives into our children throughout the school year. Invite your friends, invite your family to come. We have these invitation cards around the room. Say, hey, I love Brownsville. I want you to come. Now we're going to continue worshiping God this morning through our giving. For our church family, this is our way that we express our love and our gratitude and our trust in God. We say, Jesus, 
I'm going to give back 10% of what you've given to me. This belongs to you, Lord. Now, if you're our guest today, please don't feel any pressure to give. As the offering basket passes, you can just pass it on along. In fact, if this is your first time here at BCF, we have a special gift for you at our, at our welcome table at the Hub. It's our way of saying thank you so much for joining us Easter Sunday. Now, in a moment, the ushers will pass those baskets. Please just remain seated until after the basket is passed. You can drop your connection card and envelope in there. And let's sing one more worship song to Jesus this morning because he is worthy of our worship.